Welcome to the Drop-In CEO Podcast. I'm Deb Cobiello, and as the Drop-In CEO, I drop into businesses and assume the CEO role to mitigate crises and help teams get back on track. This podcast is about helping the C-suite leader to navigate challenges with confidence. For today's leader, I'm here to help you get back on track. Tomorrow's leader, let me partner with you to learn the secrets of the C-suite. Wherever you're at in your career, this is the podcast for you. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Drop-In CEO Podcast. I'm Deb Coviello and your host. Grateful that you have joined us for another episode, and I do hope we can bring amazing value to you. But before we get into this week's episode... Oh my, <laughs> you may have heard in previous episodes, I was getting ready to go on a vacation, an amazing vacation with my husband and friends. We toured leaving out of Puerto Rico and took Norwegian Cruise Line to Aruba, Carousel, St. Lucia, St. Kitts. And then I received a parting gift of a head cold. <laughs> And I was down for the count the day after we got back, and I knew I had to get this episode recorded in order to be giving the production team enough time, but I couldn't hear anything. (laughs) My voice was terrible. If I talked too long, I would go into a hacking fit. So I was constantly in touch with the production team. I'm going to get it done. I'm going to get it done. And sometimes life throws curveballs at you for which we have to give ourselves some grace and forgiveness if we are off track. So it is Sunday. We are getting this episode done and a few others so I can get back on track and make sure the production team's pipeline is fully full. And that leads us into this week's theme about staying focused and tracking your success. Now, if you've been with us for the last few podcasts, we've been talking about frameworks for setting goals. And I do encourage you to go back and listen to a few of those episodes because I have given you step-by-step details on what you can do to set yourself up for success with your goals. But the next step as a strategic leader, and that is what I am here for, is to move you from tacticians, from technical experts, to being a strategic leader and giving you the tools that you need. As a strategic leader, you need to establish a detailed action plan for each goal and then prioritize them and lay them out on a timeline. Now, this may sound simple, but as a leader, as a leader of people or influencing project teams, sometimes we are so focused on doing just that for projects in service to others. But when do we spend the time investing ourselves and applying the same skills for our goals, whether they are career-oriented or even personal? Unless you establish the details, you can never claim success. And what I will share with you while we set goals to achieve a particular outcome so you can move yourself forward, I do want to leave you with a particular thought. The journey is more important than actually reaching your goals. Whoa, Deb, did you actually say that? It's not important to reach your goals? I No, (laughs) but the journey is more important than actually reaching the goals because it is about the skills that you are establishing for a lifetime. Now, 
With that introduction, I do want to share a few stories about some of the work that I've done for which the tasks, the goals, the outcomes are daunting sometimes. And unless you apply a tracking system against your goals, sometimes the impossible is impossible. Now, a quick story about some client work. One of the things that we needed to do or was challenged to do was to get them certified to a quality management system standard in three months. Oh, my. (laughs) I'd never done that before, but they were seeking my support to make it happen in three months' time. And I remember walking into the room, deer in the headlight. They were trusting me to help guide them during the process. And inside, I was also deer in the headlight. However, as an engineer, as a problem solver, we rolled up our sleeves, we did an an assessment, and we created a massive, a massive plan and roadmap with every single goal and deliverable with an action E and a priority and a timeline. It was incredible. I think it was probably making my client's head spin. But at least it was a plan. And they took this plan, they blew it up and put it on their wall so they could see it. They were very visual and they needed to see the plan to track the progress each day and each week. And it was daunting. But I will tell you with a well laid out plan and regular check-ins and a team that understands you're going to guide them through small steps through the process, we ultimately achieved the outcome. It was about four months that we got the certification, but we went into it and only received one minor nonconformance only one for the first time ever getting certified. Now, I will acknowledge an amazing client. I even met the person, the president of the company at an FC Cincinnati soccer match yesterday. I love the company. And they only had one nonconformance because they already had a great culture and great systems for which we had to basically put a bow on it and demonstrate compliance. And then the following year, We laid out another plan because we are required to be recertified every year, reevaluating our systems to make sure they're still working as effective as they can in service to our customers. And we then had zero nonconformances. And so a well laid out plan is necessary because I will quite frankly tell you, I wasn't sure I could help make it happen. But the plan is your anchor. It's your guide. It's your roadmap to be able to achieve the outcome you want to achieve. Now, a quick story about myself. I'm going to just switch this a little bit because as I share these stories with you, I want you to be thinking about your situation, whether you've had a very, very large project and were you successful at identifying all the incremental steps and laying out a plan. But also, the same can apply to personal goals. And for me, a story about myself is that when I opened up this business, I knew I was in service to C-suite leaders of today and tomorrow. I couldn't articulate it yet, but it was simmering in the background. And then over time, as I'm networking and meeting new people, reconnecting with old people, I had people come back to me and say, Deb, I can't believe how you transformed yourself from corporate to moving into a business owner and creating the drop-in CEO or creating podcast or creating the CEO's compass. Now, not to toot my own horde. I mean, I'm celebrating those successes, but gosh darn it, 
There was an extensive Excel spreadsheet, Google Sheet, with every single one of these outcomes I wanted to achieve that I checked daily, weekly, monthly, got support when I needed it, and ultimately achieved all those goals. You need a plan. You need to track your success. So often, people that I meet lay out their goals, but without a roadmap for success, time passes and you hope you move forward only to be disappointed when you realize you never had a plan. And so I turn to you and ask you, if you can't lay out a plan and track your success, how can you lead others and help them towards success? Now, you may be one of those people that, oh, it's easy. I sit down with them. We lay out a plan. They walk out the door. They're successful. Now, that's fine. It means you know how to do it. But going back a few podcast episodes, ask yourself, why can't you do it for yourself? Do you have the self-discipline to sit down, block out some time, and lay out an incremental plan for yourself and a system for which you hold yourself accountable? If you can't, stop this podcast and pause and reflect. But I will tell you, for a CEO, you may have these skills, but I want you to look around the room and look at the people on your team. And are they, some of them, constantly coming back to you with delays, excuses, deflections for why they can't get their work done? Could it be they have never had the opportunity to develop the skills to stay focused, establish a robust plan, and track their success. And when there is a gap, then those are the conversations that you can have. Look at your team. Ask yourself if they have these skills. And if not, do you have the capacity or capability to coach them? Or could the drop-in CEO be of service to you? Whether you or your team are experiencing these challenges, you need a framework. So I want you, if you have a moment, get a pen, get a paper, pull over if you're driving, or when you get to work, replay this section because I'm about to give you a framework that will help you be successful. I wanted to take a moment to remind you that a recent study showed nearly 60% of leaders feel depleted at the end of the day. And this feeling is a key indicator of burnout and makes it difficult to lead and inspire others. If you've ever experienced that restless exhaustion, you know why CEOs are amongst the most likely candidates for experiencing job frustration. I wrote The CEO's Compass, your guide to get back on track, to confront those feelings and create a plan that is sustainable for you and your organization. I created a seven-point assessment that will help you figure out your problems in days, not months. And it includes so many resources, worksheets, videos, and much, much more. If this is you, please head over to my website, dropinceo.com and click on my products, The CEO's Compass, and order yours on Amazon or other outlets. And now, back to the conversation. So, a framework, a framework for staying focused and tracking your success. It's not rocket science. It's simple. It is a proposal. It's something that you can consider as you Focus on yourself because you need to be self-disciplined to be able to reach your own personal goals. Now, this first couple things that I'm going to mention are a little bit different because I want you to think. I don't want you to just do. And so the first thing in the framework is step one. 
recommit to your goals and ask yourself, are you still committed or has something changed? Leaders can and should make course corrections, even kill a goal if no longer relevant. So you may have had some goals maybe starting in January, and here it is the end of February, beginning to March. And as you look at that goal and you say, okay, I got to get a plan to move forward. If nobody's asking for it, if it's no longer urgent, leaders can kill goals or objectives or projects. And so you have that option to remove something from your plate if one, it's no longer important, or two, you're no longer passionate about it. So step one, recommit to your goals. And if they are not relevant anymore, kill them. Now, the next one is simple. Number two, prioritize each goal and list them in order. Get whatever tool you want to start writing this down, electronic tools, post-it notes, whiteboards, make it visual, make it messy, start prioritizing your goals. And I will suggest as you get yourself clear and you have that open door policy and people come in and out, take an opportunity when people come and start articulating and sharing what some of those goals or objectives are. Get some feedback. Is it clear to them? They may be able to enrich it, but you first have to prioritize them and put them in order. Next, number three, break it down. Break it down into monthly targets and what will be accomplished towards each goal each month. If you just write down these goals and prioritize them, there are incremental steps that will enable you to get there. But if you don't do that, you may never start. You may procrastinate because you haven't organized your thoughts. And that's what leaders need to do is break it down into bite-sized chunks. It could be that for a particular project, before you can kick it off, you need resources or you need to do some research or benchmark industry trends. That's something you can do in the very first month is get that background information before you actually start forming that team or kicking off that goal. Break it down into monthly targets so you can show incremental success. Now, you can't do it all at the same time. So step number four, stagger your goals so you're not overwhelmed with the work. Give yourself some breathing room so you're not overwhelmed. Now, I'm going to just pause a little bit because I talk fast. I want to breathe, let it sink in, before moving on. Commit to your goals, prioritize, break it down, then stagger them. And there you go. Now, the next thing I want you to do, number five, is check it weekly. Check it weekly because things change. Weeks get busy. Kids get sick. Doctor's appointments, what have you. If you're off track, recommit to the activity and delay or delete something else. So in the following week, you can focus on that particular item if you happen to be off track. Leaders need to make hard decisions. And this is your chance to exercise that muscle. It's not about feeling bad if you don't get something done. Remember, in previous episodes, we need to celebrate ourselves if we get 60 or 80% done of what we plan in a day. The key thing is we have moved forward. But if something is not moving forward within that month while you evaluate it weekly, dedicate some time to getting it back on track before the next month comes up. Next, number one, two, three, four, five, six, check it monthly. If you're off track by a month, (laughs) you need to recommit to this activity. Or again, like I said, delay or delete something. If you're off track, you have to ask yourself, 
Why do I need resources? Do I need the courage to ask for help? Do I need to delay something? Do I need to reevaluate? Again, if you're off track by more than a month, commit the time, commit the resources to getting done. And it may mean you have to delay something else and maybe even go to your boss and say, I need to focus on this because this is business critical. Again, it's okay, but check it weekly, check it monthly. And finally, while I've been mentioning this along the way, and this is one of the things and I talk about this quite a bit, is leaders lack courage. (laughs) And it may be due to pride, or I can do it myself, or if I put in a few more hours, or maybe if I ignore it, I'll get to it sometime and still get the work done. Well, times have gone by where that's in the past. That's no longer possible to be superhero, superwoman, or superman. We only have so many hours in the day. And by the way, we have to allow ourselves to rest, to sleep, to eat right, to spend time with family and community, and not kill ourselves on some of these work or personal goals. Ask for help. Now, I'll tell you a quick story right now. I need help. (laughs) I need a lot of help right now. In fact, one of the things is both my husband and I do a lot of traveling. We work with clients, and there's Reagan. And you've heard me talk about my dog, Reagan, in various podcasts. We are at a point where now we need somebody to walk the dog. So a good friend of ours who stayed at our home while we were away on a cruise, who did an amazing job of taking care of our dog, Reagan, we are now enlisting their services so that the dog's needs are met. He's happy. He gets walked and we stress less. And so that is basically the framework that I am proposing to you. Recommit to the goals, prioritize and break it down into bite-sized chunks and consider staggering the work so you're not overwhelmed. Be self-disciplined to check it weekly, check it monthly. And if you are getting really off track, ask for help. And by the way, the drop-in CEO can be that resource for you as well to help you get back on track. Now, tag you're it. I've shared the framework with you. It is now time for you to either make a commitment to yourself or maybe resources on your team that haven't developed the skill to stay focused, identify the things that need to get, and track your progress for success. Again, with a positive mindset, track it for success, not failure because we don't want to get into that spiral of feeling bad. But if we can get 60 to 80% of the work done, claim success. And so I propose to you, people in the drop-in CEO community are committed to moving their careers forward, having greater impact and struggling less. You are in control of your career. I would love for it in the next week or so for you to write down this plan, share it with others and commit to it and make it visible share it with me. I would love to have a conversation with you to help you identify what those priorities are and help you stay on track. And if you say to yourself, I just can't do this. I just don't have the time. You might want to ask yourself, why not? Why not? Why are you not able to do this? I don't want to be a Debbie Downer and ask yourself, Are you meant to be a leader? Because leaders have to have the courage to say, I need help. I need to practice. I need to elevate my skills. Or I see gaps in my team and I need to elevate their skills so that everybody and the collective can be more effective and do more of the things they love to do and not spend so many time, so many hours at work. 
And so I do offer you the Drop-In CEO Collective, my once-a-month forum or mastermind where aspiring C-suite leaders come together. We have strategic networking conversations. We provide education, so many topics on messaging, creating a strategy, even topics like this, executive presence. And then we do spot coaching for your specific situation. You just need a board of advisors to be able to bounce something off. Or maybe we can talk about this, prioritize prioritizing and setting goals. I am here for you. I will say it again. I am here for you. I don't want you to struggle. I want you to get unstuck. I want you to achieve your career goals. Now, if you can't attend the Drop-In CEO Collective, I put it out on social media. We offer it once a month. This coming month, we're actually going to offer it twice, 12 Eastern and 4 Eastern for people that might want those particular options. If you have questions about it, direct message me on LinkedIn. It is me responding. I will be able to chat with you about it, give you an exclusive invite to this event. And I want you to be successful. And hopefully this framework that I have given you, you can do it yourself. But if not, consider the other drop-in CEO resources, the drop-in collective. Listen to other episodes of this podcast. Hopefully they're helpful to you. Or just reach out to me. I love having a conversation, getting to know you, because one by one, we will elevate the C-suite leaders of tomorrow to be those C-suite leaders. And hopefully I can be there to support you. So with that, thank you for bearing with me. The head cold that I had, I made it through without hacking. Reagan was extremely cooperative today. But all I wanted to say is leverage these skills. Tell others about the podcast so we can lift others. And I do want to wish you much success and be well. Thank you for listening to the Drop-In CEO Podcast. I hope you are inspired by our conversation and can apply what you heard to your business or career goals. If you found this episode valuable, please share this show with at least one friend who would find it useful and inspiring. Your support allows me to keep sharing insights and inspiration to leaders who are working their way to the C-suite. To connect with me or learn more about the Drop-In CEO services, go to my website at dropinceo.com. And until we meet, I wish you well and much success.